The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now the second season of Davies Toughest Team debuts this evening, 9.35 on RTE1. And I'm delighted to say that Davy joins me now. Davy, always good to talk to you. What can people expect from season two? Well, it's pretty similar to one where we work with seven young boys that have come from difficult backgrounds. Um, so we can't, Kieran. Um, and there's a lot of... I suppose there's a lot of ups and downs in this program as, as there is in life in that, you know. So it'll be a very interesting watch. That's for that's for definite. Uh, for people who didn't see season one, I mean, what what's the, the, the premise behind all of this? What, what are you trying to help these young lads do? Yeah, well, listen, I suppose there's various different issues out there in life and we all come across them. Um, I suppose some of it, um, it's mental health. Some of it may be substance abuse. There's been one or two lads who have, have been homeless and have been going through foster care and have maybe strayed in ways they shouldn't have. And I suppose all we're trying to do is say, listen, there is there is hope out there. There is stuff to look forward to. And what we really do, Karen, is sit down and listen and chat. We have a great chat with them. We talk to them. If they need a bit of help, we have a professional team around us that can help them. And um, we create a number of different challenges that puts them under a bit of pressure to see how they're going to react when times get tough. So it's resilience. You're kind of teaching them a bit of resilience. Is that it? Yeah, a bit of, yeah, that's it. I suppose just like the one message we wanted to give them is like, yeah, life can be tough. It's it's tough for all of us. And um, when it is, just stay with it, stay there and things can turn around. And like, we did come across some serious issues that they wanted to talk about, but also the smiles and laughter we had with him as well was incredible. Like we did have fun as well doing this, uh, doing this process. And was this all born of a personal passion of yours to help young people? Um, listen, I, I, I don't think there's any of us out there that, that is perfect. I know I'm certainly not, and I have certain issues, but that, that I could be better in, but, I've seen this age group maybe struggle a small bit over the last number of years, um, especially, I suppose, around COVID or just pre it, um, with a bit of, like, just a bit of guidance and where do we go and what do we do? And, like, I was saying to myself, I, I'm in the public eye. Certainly, if you can make things a small bit simpler or get them to see things a bit better, why not just do it? And I have an awful passion just for seeing people happy. I, I love to see people happy. And have you followed up and kept in touch with the lads, say, from season one or since you fil- finished yeah. filming season two? How, how are they getting on? Yeah, so a lot of a lot of the lads in season one have done pretty OK for themselves, right? Um, there's probably four to five of them that are working away full time, that are happy out. Have they made progress? Yeah. Would you stay in touch with them? Yeah, probably maybe if you six to eight months, you'll, you'll give them a buzz or you'll text them and they have my number as well. And often some of them would drop me a text at the same time. Mm. There is a few that might have um, gone their own way in. And I can't I, I can't tell anyone how they should live their life or what to do. But um, in general, uh, the few lads that I that have been in touch with me are in a really good place. I mean, that the experience of doing it, it's probably like when you speak to people who work in in, uh, you know, addiction services or, or, or homeless services, things like this. I mean, it's it's always going to be a challenge. There's always going to be people 
who you can't help for whatever reason or the help doesn't yeah. work, it doesn't get through. When yeah. it does, it can be really life affirming though. Listen, um, I, I'll be honest with you, like, you know, you know, I'm involved in sport a good bit and with teams and I do fitness family. This was, this is completely, I, I don't think, like, I was nervous, very nervous about making sure could I really help and make a difference like it's, and that I use the people around me that are really in this. I really admire the people in all them services that help so many people. I really admire them because, like, it's people's lives you're dealing with and you're seeing can you make a difference. And there is some really good services out there, here, and I, I really mean that. And we just need to make sure that people are aware of that because even talking to a few of the lads, they were telling me that the biggest thing from was they didn't want to put to really say anything to anybody. They kept a lot of stuff bottled up. And once we got them talking and got them going, it was it was unreal. And there's probably a lot of responsibility on your shoulders then as well. Is that given, unlike those yeah. other shows and stuff you're involved with, like the the, the contestants, yeah. if we'll call them that, are so well potentially fragile in this. You have to be really careful. I take it. You do, and like the, the one thing I like, and haven't talked. I would have done even. You'll see X amount on TV. That's for definite. But there would have been a lot of time that you'd spend with them even off it. And have a have serious, unbelievable other chats with them as well. Like often when we finish filming, I'm, I might sit down with them for an hour or two hours again, and we just chat away and shoot the breeze even off the camera, which is brilliant as well. And I want them to know that that it wasn't just all for camera. Like, yes, like they realised two things, I suppose. One that they needed to talk and be out there, and they knew they were going to be on telly. And I said to them. Don't be afraid, I said, in order probably for things to get better, you need to talk. And number two is if other people see this and can learn from me, would that not be a good thing? And they all actually loved the idea that that um, if it could help someone else as well as themselves, they said, how bad? And um, I really admire the lads for that. And in terms of like, whether it's your own business life, your family life, whether it's with the Waterford Panel, you've probably learned things as well from those lads in terms of oh. you know dealing with kids. Yeah, like I, I definitely think it's helped me a lot and understand what 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 it really has helped me to understand is that we're all different human beings and you've got to accept everyone for who they are and maybe the faults they have and all you can try and do is maybe make them a bit better if they if they realize that and they want to make them better themselves but every one of us is different I shouldn't try and make you the same as me Kieran like you have your own personality and I've got to understand that the same with all the lads. It's just understand it. And maybe if there is one or two things that they can get better on, how bad? And um, certainly I've I've learned a lot myself from it. Yeah, well, listen, it's on, as I said, on Wednesday night. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing how, how you fare slogging up those mountains. Oh, Karen, Karen, I, I, it's funny. The whole thing comes down to we spend a few months trying to get ready for a big trip. Yeah. But the trip was to, to test how you will be in a very big challenge. like and when you feel like giving up is not to give up. And all I'll tell you is I felt like giving up at the very end, <laughs> but I didn't. And I wanted to, to show that to the lads. I was under massive pressure myself doing this and doing the actual event we had at the end. I was under massive pressure and I spent a long number of hours just counting steps. I can tell you that. But when you get through something that's really tough and hard, the sense of fulfillment. And I know the boys, like the bond we had after the whole thing was absolutely incredible. 
Yeah, well, listen, I, I, I really enjoyed the first season, so I'm looking forward uh, to the second. It's on Wednesday evening. Um, listen, before I let you go, a, a few weeks away, is it the 23rd of April? You're out at home in Thurles, yep. as it is against Limerick. Um, <laughs> how, how do you assess the league? Um, well, if I had to look at Limerick's last game against Tipperary, you'd be saying to yourself, oh my God, they're in some form, you know, mm. and, and they are. We we got the, the best in the country at the start. Um. I suppose we'll be written off, but we're certainly just going to tear into it. Like the one thing I would say is we're four months into the job. Like how much can you achieve? We've certain things we've identified at Warford we want to change. And I'd be delighted if it happened in the first four to six or seven months. Uh, it'll be very hard ass. But do you know what, Karen? I'm really enjoying it with the boys. They're, they're a great bunch. We were away for a few days training last week. And my God, they, they were brilliant. They worked really hard. And then they had the crack as well. Like so, they're they're a good bunch of guys, and uh, the championship will be an interesting one ahead. Yeah, it certainly will. Listen, Davy, it's pleasure as always. Thanks a million. Take care. Thanks, Karen. The second season of Davy's Toughest Team is on your screens tonight, nine thirty-five p.m. on RTE One. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.